about the Game Awards nominations that are out. Like every year I look at them and go, yeah, I guess that makes sense, but I don't well, know yeah. it feels to me whatsoever. It's, it's all the same five games in every category. Yep. I was a little sad Armored Core 6 didn't get a Game of the Year nom. It got a Best Action Game nom, which I'm glad it at least got that, but I was kind of like, AC6 is definitely on my list of favorite games this year. This year ended up being a surprisingly like stacked year. I feel like mm-hmm. we said that every year. Yeah, but I feel like... I don't think I feel like I said yeah, that last year. Yeah, but this year. time it's got Baldur's Gate 3 in it, Chase. I had, like, Baldur's played. Gate. We had <laughs> Spider-Man 2. We had fucking uh, Armored Core 6 come out. Like, the Dead Space remake that was Resident fucking Evil amazing. Remake, the Resident Evil 4 Tears remake. Yeah, like, this was definitely one of those years I wasn't able to buy all the things I wanted to Power play. Power Wash Simulator. There were just too many things I wanted to play. Oh, did Power Wash get its like 1.0 only this year? I have no idea. I don't know. I really started playing last it. year. I had <laughs> I had Elden Ring. Oh, we had Elden I had, Ring. I had Tunic, which I thought was really cool. It slept on indie game. Tunic. Was I got a good my time. I got my Kirby game finally. Been years since a Kirby game. I got Norco. Yeah, you get mouthful mode. Get Norco. <laughs> got Warhammer. Everyone got into Warhammer three for some reason. <laughs> uh, just, in, Mid- just in time for them to fuck it up yeah, Marvel Midnight Suns came out a game that I'm like still mad people didn't really get um, I think that's when, that's when Sunbreak yeah. came out last year right Zach Sunbreak oh yeah yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah that sounds about right yeah, they also like for... announced the Elden Ring DLC like last year, and it still hasn't come out that should yeah that, that'll they'll, that's yeah, look, that's, go, that's going like the way of Silk Song. I mean, the last thing that was said was, like, Tiny I think Kim there was, like, a thing year, so. from FromSoft, like, a week or two ago, and they were just like, progress is progressing nicely, but it's not done yet. <laughs> so they're, <laughs> they're working on it. stop asking of corporate meth- methods, messages. Yeah, be like, look, we're doing it, okay? Like, it's happening, it's just, you know, we had to put out Armored Core 6 as well. I'm sorry, we also had to put out one of the best mech games that has ever been made. <laughs> Fuck you, I've been and a I'll big fan of year. Armored Core 6. Yeah. <laughs> I need to finish my third playthrough of that still, so that I can get the, the true ending. <laughs> uh, which, it sounds like a lot, but like one playthrough of that game is only like 20 hours, and it's split up into missions that make it really convenient to just like play one and bounce if you need to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very happy with that game as a, like, I am busy and only have time for a little bit of gaming game. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I won't say that's, like, you know, my only barometer of games that I like, but it is nice to have those games. Like, Halo Infinite has been that game for me, especially this year, which... Props to Halo Infinite really, like, kept turning it around. Like, it shouldn't take two years after a game is released for it to feel complete, but... (laughs) Like, I hate that that's the industry, but that game really did do a good job of, like, feeding its community and keeping it alive and adding things that are actually good. Especially, yeah. they, they literally, like, fired their entire initial team, almost, it seems, and rebuilt yeah, the team from the ground up. Yeah, but they were already full, like, circulating their staff every nine months when it was in development. 
that's true, which is probably a big part of the reason it ended up the way it did. And really, we need to learn that fucking lesson. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, we're, we're firmly in the everyone trying to gut everything for as much as they can era of capitalism, like more so than usual. Um, so oh, maybe we'll see what the tides in the industry are changing. Live services seem to be on their way out. So we'll I see think what, I'm going to I'm actually I'm going to I'm going to pull the plug here and say capitalism here is specifically and uniquely a, not even the problem here. It's just media. People have fucking no idea how to make or keep money. It seems like because I look at other capitalist institutions like like consulting or and their jobs are just like they keep jobs and they even poach other people to get their jobs like that market is like competitive and secured it's hard to get into because every job is kind of difficult right now at the end of the year because the weird stuff we have right now media is such a specifically fucking terrible job institution it seems like that has no way of controlling itself (laughs) oh yeah i mean i'll bounce in here as someone who does work in like the industry to some degree, uh, not the video game industry, but film and TV, which is going through a similar reckoning uh, this mm-hmm. year. Uh, for really, I context for anybody listening to this, uh, this is the end of 2023, and the two strikes have only just now ended. Although a lot of people are kind of unhappy with some of the AI protections or lack thereof in the yeah, SAG contract, so that might get voted Isn't there some scuttlebutt on the SAG after stuff? Yeah, that one's not going to be unanimous like the WGA one was, nor should it be. Uh, I'm saying if it it'll probably still go through, uh, it'll be kind of close, uh, though maybe I'm just in circles that make it sound like it's close, mm-hmm. because I'm in circles with a lot of the people that are going to get hit the hardest by the the lack of protections. Um, but we're probably going to have another strike in three years <laughs> for actors, Ooh. like once this contract ends, uh, just based on this, because a lot of it is like, even the people who are voting yes are like, the you know we're we're leaving some of this into the faith of the companies but like they won't fail us and i'm like if we should have learned anything from this year it's that they will fail us they will Bro, do whatever they before? can yeah but um what i was getting to is that right now media is mostly controlled by people who came from tech like video games it's a little worse but uh actually i would actually say it's pretty comparable right now between video games and like tv and film and the tech ethos for the last, like, 20 years has been move fast and break things. And we're currently realizing uh, what they said to sound inspirational is actually a really fucking bad model. Because uh, well, it just really means that you're like... money's free, but the interest rate isn't zero anymore, so money costs money now. Yeah, and none of them have caught up to that. Which is why we're... In, like, that's why we're seeing the big push to put AI into stuff, because it's the only way to keep costs so far down that it, like, might look more profitable on a spreadsheet, which none of them have realized it's like, oh, what we need to do is roll back production and stop just, like, barreling through shit uh, and maybe make quality products again. The fact that Oppenheimer was one of the biggest hits of this year should probably tell people, like, hey, maybe just make a film that, like, is good. And, like, you Mario, right. I guess. You're right, we'll do a Mario. spinoff with Albert Einstein and do his story. I would... They do, somebody pointed this out to me before I saw Oppenheimer, that they drop JFK's name in one scene as if it's like a Marvel character name drop, like they're about to tease it out, and I'm like, this is really funny that this cinematic language is like sitting here and is so prominent now that that's what it feels like. Like, they're like, ah, some young art star named JFK, and I'm like, can't wait for the JFK spinoff. See, you're, you're all, 
your brain is all like, no, nah, no, nah, see, they're going to make like these interesting films where instead they're going to look at Barbie and go, we should make films based off of plastic dolls. Oh, no, that's, ex- that's immediately what Hasbro Praise did. Mattel. Um, or Mattel, sorry, not Hasbro. Hasbro has been trying to do that for several years and Mattel beat him to the punch and showed that it was profitable. <laughs> um, yeah, I know there's a Play-Doh movie that's been stuck in development hell for the last like 10 years because what fucking movie do you make about Play-Doh? Uh, the well, answer I, I heard uh, was the thing. they were taking it. Yeah, oh God, that would be so funny. I think that is. The what are you gonna say? Yeah. I was gonna say I think I think for a lot of them that the thing they're looking for is, um, what was I trying to? I'm not lost my train of thought here. But it's just yeah, it's just like whatever or no, it's a lot of the Lego Movie knockoff problem. That's what I was thinking oh, of. Yeah. Like all of it comes mm-hmm. down really from the end of the, the Lego Movie, which is the real problem that we should have never let happen. <laughs> We've been damned yeah. by the Lego Movie being good. Yep. Once again, we fucked ourselves. <laughs> that is always what we're saying. Just uh, like Into the Spider Verse being good and kicking off this multiverse stuff. The, now the pushback right. to that film is going to become real. You're going to see a fucking hate storm go back that way i can feel it in my bones actually this this year is now the first year in like five years six years or something where like disney didn't have a single billion dollar movie so <laughs> oh don't I, worry I feel they like lost a billion in it oh yeah they lost and next year we have literally only one mcu movie coming out because of the strikes and i'm honestly like you know yeah which is that's not yeah, Captain we should America have 4, is it? No, it's going to be Deadpool 3, which uh, is going to be oh, the right, first that Deadpool is that's happening. in the MCU. Uh, that's going to that's going to be bad. I am hesitant. It's going to be I'll probably bad. Go see it. I liked Deadpool 1 and 2. Yeah, but that's been so it's long. Be it's a whole MCU's... different team and it's part of the MCU now. Yeah, I think it's going to be the MCU's first official R-rated movie. So, Ooh. we have that. The way yeah. he said ooh there really speaks to how disappointed he is. You can, you can yeah. hear it in him. <laughs> I'm not you saying I'm supposed to. Like, yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> We've been doing this <laughs> podcast for how long and how long have we known each other outside of the, I know. I know when you're being sarcastic. I can feel the anger in him at that one. He was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you really, you yeah, know, right. if I did it like that, I'd be having fun. That's true. We'd with be my favorite, Yu-Gi-Oh With time. my favorite comic and a fine Gorgonzola cheese. <laughs> God, I forgot about that for a second. I didn't. That I bit like... lives rent-free in my head. Don't they also, like, say that his wine is grape juice or some shit? Yes, yeah, like, the, the finest of fruit juice, a delicious gorgonzola cheese, and my favorite comic. Like, I know that them calling it grape juice is probably a four-kid censorship, or, like, fruit juice. Like, it's supposed to be wine. But Look, honestly, it adds to the character. Not just not. fruit juice? Well, I'm honestly sure, just, yeah. like, it kind of adds to the character of Maximilian <laughs> Pegasus at that point. Because, like, his whole thing is that he's, like, kind of childish and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but anyway, we've yeah, we've digressed hold on, we're switch, long we're enough. We're shifting gears here. We're going to be talking about Duelist Kingdom again. Finally, yeah. I'm free. <laughs> I like, I like. It's not. We're getting into Battle City. We're just doing Duelist Kingdom again. <laughs> Between every Dragon Ball show, we just do Duelist Kingdom again. <laughs> but we just go off our notes. Don't threaten me with a good time. There's an idea there. Damn. 
Anyway, but anyway, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai, The Final Chapters. I'm your host, Zach. These are my co-host, Chase. That's me. And Thomas. That's me. And today we're talking about episodes 123, 124, and 125 of Dragon Ball Z Kai, which, uh, getting into the summaries, Dragon Ball Z Kai, episode 123, The Seal is Released, Gohan's Kamehameha of Resistance. Uh... Vegeta and Goku's battle continues, with Vegeta detailing to Goku what truly made him want to take on Bobbity's mind control. Meanwhile, Trunks and Goten are making their way to see Boo, but can't determine which key signature is the one they need. Gohan tries to blast Boo's egg to dust, but fails, and Boo is finally released. Episode 124 Straight away into despair? The terror of Majin Boo! Boo seems to be interested in playing around, but quickly shows he is just as powerful as everyone feared, taking down Dabura with ease. Bobbity is able to get him under his control enough to send him after Gohan and Shen, and the two are quickly overwhelmed. Meanwhile, Vegeta agrees to postpone his and Goku's fight to deal with Majin Buu, but knocks Goku out so he can clean up his own mess. And episode 125, Turn into Candy! A hungry Majin's bizarre power. Boo makes quick work of Gohan and Shen, sending Gohan flying miles away. But before he can finish off the Supreme Kai, Dabura strikes first, fearing Boo's uncontrollable power. But Dabura is not enough, and Boo turns him into a cookie and eats him, freeing Krillin and Piccolo in the process. But once again, just before Boo can kill the Supreme Kai, Bobbity's ship explodes as Vegeta makes his entrance into the fray. So let's get to it. Yay! Episode 123. First thought, wonder if Gohan's going to use a Kamehameha. <laughs> nah. Probably not until the very end, because very little happens in this episode. Yeah. Also, like, just a, a note that is related, but they spell Kamehameha in the title card of this episode with a hyphen between the last part and the final ha. Hmm. Is that how you're supposed to spell it? I feel I'm like I've always just no. spelled it as a single word. I think I think it's truly up to however you feel at the moment in time. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like playing the games and whatnot, they will also spell it as a single word pretty often. So I don't think I've ever seen it with the hyphen outside of that title card, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, that was just like an odd note that I just wanted to talk about. It really didn't sink in for me until just now that I was like, oh yeah, they did put a hyphen in Kamehameha. Yeah, I um, do believe it's purely vibe-based. On your Kamehameha, you can do whatever you mm -hmm. want with it. Everybody's got their own little signature thing. Like, Goku spells it out as just one word. Gohan puts an accent in there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when we get the opening of this episode, which is just Goten and Trunks flying, and then they stop because they gotta pee. And then their pee is like, why is it... Like, why are we watching this? Um, and why is their pee steaming? Filler. It's cold. It must be freezing. Yeah, it's cold, and they're Super Saiyan, which means they probably got, like, internal temperatures risen up because they got so much energy going around, and it's all just coming out. Yeah, and then a T-Rex shows up, and they, they just fly away from him. That was some filler shit. But about back um, to... I did, I did like Trunks also deciding he has to go to the bathroom and just flies down right next to Goten as a power move. Um, yeah. That was the only thing that got a chuckle. 
I just love that all this happens. We get this weird little, like, these kids need to piss bit. And then it just hard cuts Meanwhile, into fucking, like, a plot. huge knee to the gut to Goku. <laughs> <laughs> like, one of the most brutal strikes of this fight. Uh, and we start seeing Goku is, like, getting into it. Like, at this point, Goku's kind of stopped being, like, as much of, we need to stop this. And Goku's, like, actually enjoying himself. And they're, like, both <laughs> smiling as they're, like, running back in. Oh, you and then we son of a bitch, to... you might have killed a hundred people, but I just can't stay mad at you. That's what it feels like. Like, he's like, like, Goku kind of is, like, letting the fact that all this happened, not slide, but it's almost like in the moment he's forgetting about it as he's just, like, enjoying one of the best fights of his life. <laughs> um, Which we then cut back to Goten and Trunks, who we learn mostly through here, they haven't reached the point where they can feel a key sense and know who it is mm -hmm. like they can feel key but they they can't identify it. well i guess now they would be able to feel gohan because they've never felt goku before and vegeta's all majin now so he's gonna feel weird anyway yeah but like they know they they would know like gohan or something and yeah but like gohan's like... still out there so they should have been able to figure him out yeah yeah, yeah. so i was yeah, just thinking so about i it feel like it. yeah you're good uh, but they, like, verbatim are like, I don't know, uh, like, who these keys are. Uh, let's just fly towards the biggest key, because that's probably Majin Buu. Um, <laughs> I'm going like, to go uh, with the opinion that they're just stupid. I mean, that's highly uh, true. I wasn't going to say likely. It's We know this. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's also correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're onto something here, bud. Yeah. But not nah, so they they take the Raditz approach and just do you start think flying this episode came out game. at around the same time as the second Broly movie because that also had an extended piss bit. I mean, think back on Dragon Ball original. This show is no stranger to extended piss bits. It does enjoy water. It's just sports, been yes. a long time, and this. Which is another time to remember that Toriyama got a new editor around now who, like, stopped giving him as much oh, oversight. Just, just a heads up, this piss bit is all filler. No, okay. I know. I figured yeah. it probably was, but I was also like, this this is not... We've you can not, see Toriyama throwing a little tinkle like tantrum in there. You're like, maybe it was like, yeah, yeah, I know Majin Buu is about to, like, hatch and everything, but what if, hear me out, I dedicate, like, a two-page spread to this piss bit. Yeah, which, like, I know this is filler, but also, he would. So, it's one of those where it's, like, it's hard to tell sometimes. You're sometimes damned they're, if you do, you're damned if you don't kind of moments. Either so you're throwing well the piss in, or you're throwing it out with the bathwater. Yeah. That's when we get back to, like, Vegeta Goku, and Goku just, like, nopes one of Vegeta's blasts. Like, yeah, did he, like, crush the key blast into nothing? That was cool. I know, I'm like, I want more of that kind of just, shit. Like, that was awesome. closed his hand, and poof, it's gone. Damn, I'd yeah. love this fight if it, was in the, if it was in the anime. It should be sick as fuck. <laughs> if only yeah. this was the episode. And then we get, like, one beat where Vegeta... Uh, there's a beat here where Vegeta says something to the effect of, he's like, your natural talent, like, constantly pushing me back is what pisses me off the most. Which is... A good character beat that they sort of lose the impact of as they drag this beat out and show us a full recap of, like, Goku and Vegeta's entire relationship. And every yeah. time Vegeta got mad in the last couple episodes uh, to emphasize, like, when Vegeta made the choice 
Um, mm-hmm. There's like a middle, there's a good beat that starts this. Then there's this middle that kind of muddies it where Vegeta kind of says things he's more or less already told us. Mm-hmm. Or, like, told us enough that we could imply these specific beats. Like, they were shown to us. We don't need them explained. But then it does end at with another really good beat at the very end where Vegeta is, like, screaming about how he's, like, I couldn't stand, like, you know, I've grown up a life... Basically, the, the gist of it is, like, he's grown up in a life of nothing but war and conflict and, like, peace can't sit well with him now. He's mm-hmm. so accustomed to that that he just he didn't know what to do with himself when suddenly his life was like peaceful and calm. And they that's would rather what, just like, submit the, to the will of an evil wizard than go to therapy. And I think that says a lot about society. It does. He's like, I don't uh, want to yeah, be like, domesticated is the term he uses. Yeah. Yeah, which is the fact that he can only view it this way. Like the idea that he is now under someone's control because that's how his life has been. And he can't conceive of a way that he's free without conflict is a really powerful character beat for Vegeta. Like, I I found this whole beat, like, really well written, really well done. If we didn't have this middle bit where we just, like, recapped the shit that already happened, it would be stronger. But yeah. overall, I was like, this is actually a really good justification for why Vegeta would do this. Like, it's the trauma he still has not been able to let go of, Mm -hmm. of growing up under Vegeta's, or under Frieza's rule, like, watching his planet destroyed, being forced to constantly fight from a young age. Like, that shit doesn't go away just because you took out the guy who stopped, who did it to you, and even doesn't go away because he had a chance to fight somebody else. Like, he never got a chance to resolve that. Yeah. Yeah, and you could also say it is growing up under Vegeta's rule. His dad—I don't think that didn't <laughs> yeah. make his life any easier. I'd imagine. I mean, yeah. Every time we've cut back to the the Saiyans, it's just been like nonstop eugenics. So yeah, I think it's probably it's a not planet a great of nothing but eugenics and biker bars. Yeah. And that is truly a cursed combination. It really, really is, and seems to go to get. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway. I, you know what? Kind of base. Never mind. You're pulling me back in. <laughs> yeah, because it also takes like Goku is. Don't like, say the yeah one to that. Don't agree like, to this. No, not yeah, no. <laughs> But it does take Goku after. It, like Vegeta says all this, and Goku's like, "Do you fucking hear yourself?" Is like the yeah. beat that He's we need. He's just like, as bro, well. seriously. You and he puts it like this. I forget what he says exactly, but he puts it like the most simple terms. And Vegeta has this look on his face, and he's like, "Okay, well, yeah. When you put it like that, it does kind of sound stupid." Well, he hits him, yeah, he hits him just... with the strongest take of, you don't believe that? I can, like, see oh, you. Yeah, I already yeah, know you. Right. And yeah. he's yeah. like, fuck. He's like, what <laughs> are you talking like... about, man? Yeah. I know you. And it's more like, yeah, this is the thing that Vegeta has had to tell himself as a survival tech, like, a coping technique through all of his life, but he can't let go of it when it, now it's starting to hurt him. Like, and it's so great that we see Goku be the one that, like, pierce through that because i mean yeah he's our protagonist but that is what goku does like Mm -hmm. goku is the character that just pierces through the bullshit for everyone else to show them what they really like need and that is what he's doing here and another example of like yeah toriyama knows how to write this character um which i think adds a good emotional beat during an already big fight which 
yeah. The best fights have, you know, these emotional character arts running through them. Although this fight also has a ton of pure fucking spectacle that rocks. <laughs> it also helps that it's a sick fucking fight. Oh, is yeah, still one of my favorite fights from the entire run of Dragon Ball Z, uh, choreography-wise, animation-wise, and watching it again now just, like, reaffirms it to me. Um, and then so we, what you're saying we, is, this moment would be improved if we randomly cut back to the World Tournament stage for yeah, three minutes and just waste time. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Which is, which is what we do as we cut back. And, like, a Hercule and the announcer just doing bits, basically. Um, Not any particularly funny get, bits. Yeah. I will say one big positive about this scene, which is we see how Mr. Satan can, like, rally a crowd and, like, get their shit together, mm-hmm. which is a setup that will have payoff <laughs> later in this arc. You know, you've got a point. That will become important later. Yeah, I will say, I'm like, this is the one part of this scene that I'm like, this might actually do some good work here in terms of, like, getting this together. Um, no, still kind of. Which it. is very fun. We also see just how, uh, just how rough Chi-Chi has taken this for a bit. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where my kid is. I don't know where my husband is. This Goku is going to be my big day. Up. We were going to be rich. Yeah. Which, uh, aw. God, get over it, woman. Jeez. <laughs> and we just get like two seconds of Gohan or Goten and Trunks being like, I still don't know which of these key signatures is what. Um, before we but, finally cut back to Gohan. But don't worry, and the Shen. birds will show them the way. Uh, you know, I guess. I this will be finally. Yeah, I guess I I forgot that beat. They were just like, oh, <laughs> there are birds there. We should go that way. I'm like, what? Hold up, what? Yeah, you know. How bird? You know how birds. You know how is. birds is and all that. Come They're on. always going towards weird gu- bubblegum men. Yeah, sometimes birds if you're, are actually if you're doing enough key power, randomly you'll draw in the most weird birds, and those birds are the power suckers, and that's how you can follow them. I suddenly deeply want to see a version of Dragon Ball where, like, every time your key is ramping up, it attracts more birds. So you just have all the same fights. But, ah, like, see a, so what you're saying a, is we do a Dragon Ball movie, but we get John Woo to direct yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to make the same yeah. fucking joke. God damn it. <laughs> Beat you to it. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Also, my other, the other joke, I'll go back to my second joke, then fuck you. Uh, this no. is actually just Goku's bird that he saved. Um, in Revenge <laughs> of Cooler, it has, it has gained Super Saiyan-like powers and is drawn to the pa- drawn to the battlefield, much like Goku is. And is like another strong opponent is out there. It's, it's become the main character of its own <laughs> <Yeah>. story. <laughs> With a strong opponent, bam, bam, I see. Bam, bam. I love this pitch. <laughs> I was just gonna say, how much money has John Woo given to the bird industry? Now that I think he's, about it, like he's how many given a lot, and after he's every game, after every movie where they die, he's taken a lot away. <laughs> when John like Woo comes, money. death I didn't say follows. He's helping the birds, yeah. There's only so many times you could throw a bird out while like a bunch of people are diving and shooting blanks out that like at least six of them die. Um, only six. 
that's a that's a rough guess. Uh, this is also is a bit. Um, I'm sure John Woo uh, hasn't killed birds, or at least we don't know about it. Anyway, yeah, I, I, unconfirmed. Like unconfirmed I'm, I'm bird just, hater, John Woo. I'm just covering our asses in case John Woo, for whatever reason, listens to this podcast and decides that's libel enough to come after us. I want to watch this. Although, Christmas can you imagine movie. the clout we would get <laughs> if John Woo came after this podcast? I hear God, there are no birds be, in that Christmas set. movie, though. Wait, what's up? There are no birds. didn't do the birds in the Christmas movie, though. They're just gonna. That's probably like why everyone do. hates it. <laughs> Is it bad? I don't know. Uh, actually, it's it's not getting good reviews. Oh no! It's largely people are being like, "Hey, this is like John Woo's worst." Oh, rip. Um, rip. What was his last film? Yeah, rip. It was Manhunt? That's what it was. I remember now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one. I think that was like only. Yeah, I think it was only Chinese. He's done a bunch of Chinese films recently. Yeah. This is like his first American film in like a long ass time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Like, yeah. What is it? Is what, I remember Mission Impossible 2. That would be the last one. Mm-hmm. I after That was after Face Off. Yeah, I think it might have been Mission Impossible 2. Oh, no, yeah, we had Wind one. Talkers. We had Wind Talkers. Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Wind Talkers? It's like a Nick Cage film. I've never seen it. I don't know. My John Woo discography is not great. <laughs> my knowledge anyway, of his discography is all right yeah i was gonna say but also but my back to Dragon Ball. knowledge is actually somewhat large <laughs> that does not surprise me in the slightest i i will not get i will be quiet now i'm like oh i was gonna start talking about his stuff i was like i need to shut the fuck up now no yeah. we have a podcast we're gonna stick on this episode's bad let's keep going let's <laughs> never stop let's never stop <clears throat> Yeah, because this is when we cut back to Gohan and Shen, finally. After, like, all... <clears throat> after the last okay? episode... It sounded uh, like Piccolo like, there for a second. Yeah, no. Uh, d- 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 it's allergy season right That's now here. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Gohan and Shen are just staring at the egg. Yeah. Like, this is the most I've felt the, like... Y'all gonna do something? Or <laughs> uh, I believe my note here is, holy shit, I can feel the pacing. Yeah, and then we start, like, <laughs> cutting... We got to this shot of, like, Bobbity's face where, like, we're only seeing Bobbity's face, but we're seeing, like, Deborah and the Why? egg in Why his eyes. Why did they compose the shot like this? Yeah, but it's like people are, like, fading in and out, not, like, naturally, like, as if they would be reflected in his eye. It's such a... It's such a weird... Weird <laughs> shot. They're like, yeah, I saw this in a movie. It'll be cool. And then, like, didn't have any idea of the reason why that would be cool or why it would work and just did it, like, mindlessly. It was very strange. Yeah, that's what it... It feels like when you see a long shot in a movie that just doesn't fit at all. Like, when somebody just does it for the sake of doing it and you're like, why did you... Why'd you do a four-minute take? What was, like, what's that line from uh, Roger Ebert's fucking Battlefield Earth uh, review? Where he's like the director. The director has learned that uh, that good filmography, that good directors tilt the camera sometimes, but he has yet to learn why. Yeah, that's what it feels like with this shot. Is like we could do it and it looks cool, but like it didn't think about like why you do it. Like what mm. does that add to the scene? Because it doesn't add anything to the scene other than us talking about how odd and out of place this shot felt. Well, Please, you know, sir, sometimes that's a song. song. Yeah, <laughs> I. Th- Anyway, uh, this is when Shen uh, just tells him to fuck off. <laughs> Shen's like, Gohan, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Which I'm just like, Shen, I need you to be useful one time. I don't know, man. Shen's been wrong about literally everything so far. Gohan, I think you got this. 
Yeah, this because that's what Gohad's like. We should do something. We're here and we have power, which like good guy Gohan has to fucking slam this shit with a Kamehameha because he'll be damned if he's gonna be caught using a Joe Star technique of running away. <laughs> um This is also the first time we get a yellow Kamehameha on screen. I just wanted to point that out. I don't, I don't think that's really that big a deal, but they colored Gohan's Kamehameha yellow weird. instead of blue. Um some of the games do this. He's cooking. I and... He's got some special <laughs> fucked up powers now, apparently. Deburra's into it. I guess so. Deburra's always into just kind of getting manhandled, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's when... Fucking... Uh, Bobbity has like some weird line delivery that I, I highlighted here, where he says, like, You're gonna turn blue in the face, I think is the line. But he like really stretches out the word blue. He's which I was fun. just like... I mean, yeah, I was just like, all right, that's a pretty solid way to, like, cover that lip flap. Because it's also, like, his mouth making an O shape. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they, yeah, they covered that Yeah, making his O face once again. God damn. Finally. And there's the and, egg. Yeah, there's then the, the egg, egg opens, and it's oh, just got some pink mist in it. So, ev- now Bobbity starts freaking the fuck out. Yeah, everybody's like, instantly like, wait a minute, where the fuck is Boo? I... What do you mean it's empty? Cor- what? What? Correction. Then Shin, then Shin just starts, like, panic laughing. Yeah, everybody but one person is, like, panicking. Like, Debura and Bobbity are both freaking out. Debura is quick to be like, don't worry, I still am strong enough to kill him, but, like, mm-hmm. is still freaked out conceptually by this. Yeah. Uh, Shen is having the time of his life for ten seconds He's and like, really oh, shit-talking. Yes, I've done absolutely nothing and won, just as I drew it up. Yeah. Which leads to the funniest element of this whole scene, because every time they cut around, Gohan is the only person looking up in the sky and freaking the fuck out about, <laughs> like, as Shen is like, ha Gohan destroyed him! You put your faith in the wrong thing! Gohan, we- Gohan? <laughs> like, Gohan's behind him also, just staring at the quick. guy, and he's like, mm-hmm. that cloud is, is fucked up, as it turns into poo. Y'all, like, is Shen's delivery, like, really stilted in this episode? Just a bit. I feel like... Oh, this is always how like, Shin is. Well, yeah, because I was going to say, I feel like whoever's playing this character was, like, really... I, I don't know the actor for Shen off the top mm-hmm. of my head. But I feel like they really emphasize the idea of Shen as, like, a stoic character. Yeah. Which is why I think the actor is struggling a little bit when it's, like, Shen is showing... Some, when he's like, having to emote. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't want to lose that stoicism and that sort yeah. of, like, stone demeanor. And make him still feel kind of otherworldly in my performance, but mm-hmm. also he's laughing. So yeah. I think it does lead to this very stilted feeling where I'm like, yeah, it was just didn't... it was just the end of this episode. After the next two, he was still back to the back to normal. It was just kind of something I flagged this episode. He's no, he's sitting there fair. and he's laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's such a that's like a difficult. I, I can understand that being difficult as an actor and a director, like, trying to figure out how to balance that and why it didn't quite come together. But it is, like, we are a critique. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't quite come together on this one. <laughs> um, But, yeah, uh, the pink cloud that came out of the egg forms into Boo. It's and we get time, our first baby. look at, at Boo, which, uh, I guess, quick description. Uh, here at the very end of the episode, Boo has shown up, our, our actual villain of the Boo arc. Um... Boo is this kind of, like, round, 
guy wearing a like genie clothes is the best rendition. Like he's got the little yes. vest. He has the big puffy pants. Like he's kind of dressed like genie from Aladdin. Except he's wearing the thing that Bulma was wearing when they fought Master Carrot way back in Dragon Ball. Holy Accurate. shit! I didn't make that connection until just now, and I'm upset. But it's Arabian Nights ass piece of bubble it's gum. It's the exact has come same costume, except instead of the long ponytail, he's got a curly top on his head. Correct, and he has and like, gloves. He has big old gloves, uh, and he has like this tiny smiling face. Like his eyes are closed ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. um, and he talks like this, like. Well, a little scratch, but more like this, like all the time, like how <laughs> what it sounds like when people do impressions of Toad from Mario. Um, Fuck, he but is, but a little just, higher. Oh pitch God, how it, dare you do this fits. to me? Because then we get uh, this is the end of episode one twenty three, and now we're moving into the start of one twenty four, um, which there is a bit of fucking like Goku and Vegeta's fight which is still just going hard as hell as they're literally like hand-locked headbutting each other <laughs> which is fucking sick it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's so good yeah this fight is just such a knuckle dragger but it does still have some of the like big beam attacks and it represents what more of Dragon Ball choreography can be at its best I've after like, this episode I'm gonna have to go onto YouTube and find somebody who's like spliced together all the Goku and Vegeta bits into just a compilation yeah it's easily still one of the best fights that this show has ever put out. And in part, it is because of the awesome choreography and amazing stuff. And in part, it is because there's a lot of character beats that work here. Yep. Like, it is, it, it nails both of these elements really well. Until we, uh, not until we, then we cut back <laughs> to Boo and we get one of the better parts of this arc to me with the intro of Boo for the first time because it is just like, so unexpected and unlike any other villain in Dragon Ball up to this point. Because he's just like a big-ass fucking toddler. Yeah, he comes out, he looks like Boo, he starts bouncing around, and everybody, including Bobbity, which is hilarious, is like, is is that him? I don't really know what he looks like. And even Bobbity's like, I don't know. Nobody's ever survived meeting him. I don't ever saw him. Who the fuck knows? And, like, they all have to, like, get confirmation from Shin, who is actively shitting his pants, to be like, okay, well, I guess that is Boo. Yeah, it's now the op, like, if Gohan and uh, Shen traded places from the last scene, as, like, everyone's like, we sure this is, uh, <laughs> we sure this is Boo? And they're like, we sure he's, um, supposed to be like this? And Shen is like, get the fuck away from him! <laughs> that guy's so, like, Guys, freaking. don't you hear the music? This weird bell and synthetic fart noise soundtrack means death. I actually really like this track because I am it's, like, it is just I like, so... It fits very well, but it is just like bells and fart noises. It's I, I wouldn't describe it as fart noises, but it's not inaccurate to describe it as fart noises. <laughs> and I hate that you put that in my head. But I, it is such a weird off-kilter track with like, it sounds both playful and dangerous. Like... Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what Boo is at this point in the story. Which was like, it is such a weird new music track they've introduced, but it fits exactly what this scene is supposed to give off. Mm-hmm. Um, as, yeah, we're just watching Boo just kind of like bounce around and be like, Boo, 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 do, 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 do. Like literally what he's saying. <laughs> he's, just a and, bi- he's just a little big guy. 
Yeah, Deborah's just like, I don't, I don't think this is, um, I don't think he's gonna help us. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this guy has got it. I don't think he's the mm. one. Yeah. Well, and that's wrong. when we cut back to Goku and Vegeta as they stop to be like, <laughs> like whoa, 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 hold up, Vegeta, time out. You feel that, right? No, yeah. man, have you seen how powerful we are? We can take that piece of shit. No, no. Cool your jets. You feel that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love he's like, Goku's like, Shen is scared of this guy. And Vegeta's like, Shen is the weakest guy we know. I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> uh, I've never met is, a bigger bitch than Shen. Which, <laughs> <laughs> you know, fair. That's not true. <laughs> Yamcha exists. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, then they do this, like, weird steam transition that I liked a lot. It was really <laughs> There's, cool. There's, like, steam coming on the battlefield back to them. Yeah. And then Debura steps up and is just like, yo, this dude sucks. <laughs> After <laughs> him and Bobbity just spent, like, I don't know how many years building up to this moment. Like, how long have they been working together to get here? And Debura's like, oh, a bit of a letdown. at least. Because they, they last clocked planet Earth 300 years ago. True. And Debora walks up and is just like, you're like just a weird fucked up little guy. And I believe honestly, he calls him a pudgy pink simpleton. That's right. And that's what Boo looks at him and is just like, hmm. And then just fucking two shots him out of the just fucking field. Instantly like gouges his eyes out with his fist and just punts him across. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Which is why I really love this introduction, because that's timed so well to me, is we give everyone a beat to be like, he's just a weird guy. We cut to Goku and Vegeta, who confirm for us, like, what the fuck is the power level coming off this guy right now? Cut back to them, as Debura is just like, oh, he's, he's just nothing to shake a fist at. And then Boo just takes him out after we just watched Gohan struggle with him, which... We did emphasize that Gohan was, you know, slacking. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, that's our scale right now for who's here. And he just took out Deborah like it was nothing. Yeah. And yeah. then it's right back to the weird fart noise soundtrack. Yeah. And Vegeta having his classic I fucked up face right now as they're feeling oh, this no. again. Beat me, Kakarot. Yeah. Vegeta's like, can we please just keep fighting? <sighs> Fine. All right. We'll go. <laughs> We'll deal uh, with this, and then we're coming right back here and picking up where we left off, so help me God. Mm -hmm. I will... Yeah, I also wanted to point out, they have, like, their faces all bloodied up during this fight. Mm -hmm. But the bloodlines are coming out of, like, their tear ducts and their mouth. <laughs> which, it looks really cool. It's one of those things, it looks cool and dramatic until you think about it, and you're like, wait, why are they bleeding out of their eyes? Ah, uh, see, that's the thing, just stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah true. they got punched really hard. Yeah, just like right in the mm. face. You see what Boo did to Burra? They did that over and over again, but like with their eyes. True. But yeah, this is when we get the conclusion of this fight, which is Vegeta agrees to suspend it so they can go take care of Boo, but like he gets a a bleh, he gets a sensu bean from Goku, but when Goku has his back turned, he just double fist knocks him out. Ah, I which... win! Victory for Vegeta. Yeah, I'm like, this is as close to a Vegeta W as he's going to get uh, until the no power-up fight in Superhero, which he does just actually win. Which he, I almost feel like they put I that mean, in just to give us a He beat him in the Saiyan Saga, too, for being honest. 
he, he pretty much did. But that you know, Goku got help later and then won. So this it's not until superhero that we get a fight between them, which Goku has a paralyzed. full conclusion. Yeah. But um we gave our and we gave a guy a Sensu bean said, Don't worry, we'll see you in the next <laughs> ride. <laughs> Take one of these, call me in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate that Vegeta knocks him out and his reasoning is he's like, this is my mistake, so I'm cleaning it up and then we're getting our fight back. It's an excellent bad <laughs> idea. Classic Vegeta maneuver. Classic oh, Vegeta no, move. It it makes so much sense as a character beat, but also is definitely going to bite him in the ass. <laughs> uh, if he had just let if he had let his pride get out of the like, it's his pride working in a good way, but in a bad way. Like in the good way of like my pride says I have to clean up my mess, but also it means I'm not going to take help from Vegeta mainlining hubris. Say it ain't so. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I like this beat. Oh that no! Like we all yeah, yeah, we yeah. all agree it's a good beat. We all just also agree. Wow! <laughs> Once again, <laughs> the the boo problem could have been solved. I say, holding my hands in the air. No. I mean, this is like Shakespeare shit. I mean, what do you, when you do a tragedy, you always have to give everyone like an easy way out that their character traits don't let them take. Um, You're right. Vegeta is a fucking yeah. tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but then this is when we cut back to Bobbity, who is realizing like, you know, he's getting now how fucked up Strong Boo is, but how weird he is. So he just starts treating him like a big kid. <laughs> and is like, hey, like, I need you to go do this thing for me or I'm putting you back in your ball. Which is such an obvious Chekhov's gun that's not going to pay off. Like, in the sense I'm like, of course, like, if they're giving Bobbity this character angle where he's holding this over his head, Bobbity's going to die. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. not that I, I saw needed what more happened death to Dr. Jerome. Yeah, it's like, not that I needed more death flags for Bobbity, but this is, like, the biggest one. Guys? I don't think Bobby's making it through this one. And this is when Gohan realizes how fucked they are, and he just fucking grabs Shen and is like, let's fuck off, you were correct, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> well, and Shen's like, Lamau, this thing sucks. <laughs> Everyone, he's like, we gotta hit the fucking brick, Shen, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're, we're fucked if we stay here. Yeah, and so they fuck off. <laughs> And but that's how they saved catches Christmas. up to them in like 10 seconds. Yeah, and they're like, we're going to go run away. Out. We're going to go really fast. And Boo yeah. like, just kind of looks the other way and then just kind of jumps off. And Bobby's like, wow, that guy's really fast. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. and then it turns out, yeah, he's really fast. As he just like wrecks Gohan into the ground. And Shen throws out the first attack we've seen him throw out so far since his introduction into the series. My note. Oh, hey, Shen can throw a punch. Yeah, I mean, it didn't do anything because Boo is fucked up strong, but... <laughs> yeah. But for a brief uh, minute, it him. looked like it could have. looked like he almost did a thing. He almost contributed. Jesus. And that's the end of episode 124. Now into 125... Which, first thought was, I wonder what power Boo is going to use in this episode. Um, I don't know. And then... Regeneration. Yeah. And then the episode opens with uh, the Supreme Guy getting his ass handed to him by Boo. <laughs> and I gotta admit, for man. the first time in a long time, I was just like, God, 
Nothing but respect for Boo. Keep at it, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Boo just fucking lays into him and, like, throws him down. And then, like, goes down to the ground to go fight him. But he, like, slowly walks over and he's literally going, Stop! 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 As he's walking closer, <laughs> which is so funny. Uh, Remember all that scene where in Jujutsu Kaisen, where the guys like they're like doing that new animate, they're showing off the new animation scene on Twitter or whatever, and it's like showing off where it's like him beating the shit out of that guy. That's just what Boo hmm. does to the fucking <laughs> supreme guy, the, but quicker. You talk about the one where it's like Yuji and uh, Nanami just wailing on Mahito. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, from season one. That is. One of my favorite shots from that, because it just takes a break from the crazy superpower fight to just have two dudes wail on this guy. <laughs> uh, we should watch JJK whenever we finish the... <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, now, Shen tries again to, like, blast into fucking Boo, which I guess I appreciate that we get a taste of what Shen could could do. It just doesn't give us a good gauge of how strong he really is because he's doing it against someone who is obviously League stronger. Neither does it really tell us how strong Boo is more so than him beating on Tabura. I'm going to put him at weaker than semi-perfect Cell because I think he's a bitch. (laughs) I would say he might be about as strong as perfect Cell, but we've just gone so far past that now. Mm. Um, That probably makes more sense, but I'm sticking with my guns. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're right. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm right. He, he, bla- yeah, he blasted <laughs> like him in the face, maneuver. and yeah, Boo just kind of leans back and just wails on him some more. Uh, Beerus <laughs> would really be freaking out if he knew this. If was he happening. was awake or existed, yeah, if he existed as a character concept right now, he would be freaking pissed. <laughs> and shit gets uh, launched and lands in the Yamcha pose, so you know he's toast. Yeah, That's as true. Bobbity walks up and is like, "I'm gonna finish him off." And then Goan um, shows up, and he's like, eh, "Better not, actually." Yeah, I'll be honest, I would have loved to have seen Bobbity and Shen fight, because I feel like the two of them would have been on a similar level. And they have so much um, built-up history. They do. Yeah, it's like when they were squaring up Dabura, Gohan, Bobbity, Shen, I actually did want to see that fight. I'm kind of so disappointed. I, Why wasn't the filler in that episode that? Yeah, for real. Yeah, but then I, what if I, uh, I could have drawn these two kids pissing instead? Ah, oh, mm. shit, you're right. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, he speaks too much sense. We gotta do it. True. <laughs> but yeah, this is when Gohan dives back in and, like, lays into Boo a bit, but it's obvious that it's, like... I mean, like, he indents him, but mm-hmm. it is obviously not anything that's doing lasting damage to Boo, I like that, Boo immediately bounces back. I like that Bobby gets excited and, like, pulls on his cheek antennae things in celebration. That was cool. That is a nice little character detail. Um, but then Boo is just like, you go bye-bye now, and just, like, final flashes Gohan, essentially, (laughs) like, the way he positions his hand, but it's like a ball, and it's just, like, sending Gohan flying. What I do like is that Shen gives the biggest contribution he's given to the arc so far as he turns and detonates the attack. He can't, like... He's like, I can't really save Gohan from getting hit by this thing at this point. Like, uh, he's already getting hit. He's already... Yeah, but he can detonate it in the hopes that, like, instead of it yeeting him into space and out of the galaxy, it 
it left him alive and still here. <laughs> uh, Which we then see Gohan the hit, going. go through 17 branches of a tree going, fuck, ow, shit, ow, fuck, ow, ow, god, ow, ow, oh, ow, my brain. Why, why am I awake for this? Ow, ow. Yeah, <laughs> why don't I have to be conscious again? <laughs> uh. And then we see Bobbity getting a little full of himself again, but he's like, you know what? I need to make sure that this gets done. Hey, Boo! You want to kill this guy? And <laughs> that's when Boo stops, and like the big child he is, he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and Bobbity, who is figuring out pretty quickly how to deal with Boo, is like, yeah, you could eat the Supreme Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. In fact... Yeah, I like that. One last humiliation. Gobble him up. <laughs> yeah, and I do love that at this point, we have no idea. We will learn that Boo turns people into to candy and eats them. Yeah. Bobby's like, yeah, just fucking eat this guy. Fool, just, just, just raw dog him. <laughs> just <laughs> gobble that fucking Just tear off a leg up. and go to town. Yeah, fuck it, I mean, bro. Yeah. Really laid down here that Bobbity, it does not matter how Shen dies to Bobbity, just that Shen dies. <laughs> I also like that Bobbity's like, I'm this. gonna finish him off like you were talking about, and then he's like, nah, I'll let Boo do it. Like, it's still just a complete <laughs> yeah, coward. Because like, Shen, Shen, like, twitches or something, and then he immediately he's like, ah, you know what, better let Boo do it. Yeah, he's just nothing but a fucking coward. <laughs> you're right, you're right, uh, Chase. Like, uh, and I love it. It's, he's such a little fucker. He's such a little fucker. I love, I love all the style for Bobbity. Like it's so many. I just wish he did hang around longer. I wish mm-hmm. this arc. I they introduced so many fun little weird characters. They're just gonna get rid of them all in like three seconds flat. But it is so fucking funny to me that he's like, he's like, that's what I thought. You fucking idiot twitches. Boo, get over here. Fucking, he's right. He's moving. <laughs> Eat him. I don't know. Fuck. We do. Yeah. We do get a few more shots of Bobbity and Deborah after all of this because we cut to them in hell while Goku and Vegeta are That's fighting right. Kid Buu on uh, the Supreme Kai's world. That's hilarious. And it is it is very fun because we get to see, if I remember correctly, Bobbity changes sides and he's like, yeah, fuck up, Boo! <laughs> like, not like legitimately <laughs> believes in them. He just is so mad at Boo for killing him. That's so he's like, I don't fuck even up. care. <laughs> yeah. Just end his ass. Uh, Beat his ass. But, yeah. <laughs> And then that's when, like, right before, once again, like, Bobbity, or Boo is about to walk up and kill Shen, but right before he can do it, there's just a fucking spear through his gut. And we turn and we see that Deborah, bloodied as hell, is standing over there having just, like, yeeted the spear through him. Really should have laid down. Yeah. This is when we have one of the other weird cuts to a B-plot in this episode as we cut to Goten and Trunks having arrived on the outskirts, looking around, topple over Piccolo and explode him. Uh, I can't gooey, believe they killed Before they then up. decide to uh, This, is, this shows how Piccolo stupid they are. They're stupid, but they show up in the middle of nowhere near a giant enemy presence. They're like, there's giant energy detection here. We know that. They know that for sure. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. two statues, Krillin and Piccolo. Those aren't Krillin and Piccolo. They're That's just a two weird statues. place to put a statue. What a weird place to put a statue. Who knows? Who got Oops. this guy? Immediately made. punches one of them and knocks it over. Yeah, immediately kills it. Piccolo. Fucking he's Thank dead. God it was Piccolo. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> They're like, well, that's weird. Whoopsie daisy. Piccolo's going to get real mad that I broke this statue. Uh, brother, <laughs> you broke Piccolo. <laughs> and he's not even yeah. mad. 
Yeah, he shows up afterwards, uh, getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'm just gonna go ahead and detail the last scene with all of them, because we don't really, it, it's not, it doesn't do too much. After Deborah dies, uh, Krillin unfreezes from stone, and that's when it hits Trunks, like, oh my god, that was Piccolo. He looks up, and we just see Piccolo's shattered fucking shoe, presumably <laughs> with his foot still in it. As Trunks yeah. lays down, and he's like, you guys, you guys, we never talk about this again. We never talk about this again. And he cuts his hand over. Like, he's like, son of blood pack with me, Goten. We can't <laughs> let anyone know. Yeah. As Piccolo is just like, sign a blood pact about what? And we cut to him and he's just fucking smirking. <laughs> like, this is the funniest what? thing that's but ever happened. But how? Look, as long as my head's still alive, I can basically regenerate whatever. Oh, all right. This is a wild, yeah, a wild, wild thing to drop so <laughs> casually in this scene. Uh... That he is... Which then explains why Boo, or why fucking, I don't know if this is, like, retroactively explaining why Cell could regenerate from, like, so little. Because it's, like, what Cell basically did, I get, except I like to think cell. that Piccolo saw Cell getting up to his shenanigans and decided, let's just, you know what, let's just test this out for the last seven years. Yeah, we've only yeah, ever seen Piccolo, the... like, lose an arm. Yeah. And that's about it. And Piccolo's mm. like, hey, uh, hey, Popo. Dende. Yeah, or Dende. Just cut me in half. And what? Just, the, just fucking go for yeah. it, bro. We got the Dragon Balls. We're fine. Just like, just I want to know what happens. I think what I can do the, it. What is the smallest unit of Piccolo that still counts enough as Piccolo that I can regenerate? And then they from eventually it. went with, okay, we're gonna crush your skull. And then he just didn't get back up. And then there's like, fuck, 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 dragon, dragon, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, oh god, oh, oh god, oh jeez, oh beans, oh beans, oh beans. Yeah. Piccolo pops back up. Acting totally normal, just being like, all right, we figured it out. <laughs> Don't <laughs> just leave. Pat, pats Dende on the back. Don't worry, Dende. Second time's easier. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's it's just such a wild bit of Piccolo lore to drop in this scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to just be like, I can regenerate as long as my head's intact. Like, what the fuck? We are never coming back to that. Uh, moving right along. So Yo, you, you see that big pink guy over there? Well, we also never get back to Piccolo really no, fighting yeah. anymore. <laughs> that is also true. Not until superhero. He be he's he becomes like the tactician in a Fire Emblem game where he's like, "No, no, I'm I'm here the whole time. I'm just never gonna fight again." <laughs> yeah. But anyway, also if uh, you're gonna make a to... Fire Emblem game, Piccolo's like a great Jagan character. That's all my that's my opinion. That's my, it's for all the <laughs> people true. who play Fire Emblem out there. Gotcha. You're right. They should make a Dragon Emblem game. That sounds right. They should just make Dragon Ball games that are good. I just that's all I want. Damn it. Oh yeah. You can make any Back genre a big... Dragon Ball game and be good. No, no, Thomas, make Dragon. I'm mad. <laughs> they don't have to all just be fighting games. You can do whatever you things. want. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a fucking stupid series. Do whatever you want. Well, that's why True. they made Dead I mean, by Daylight. Really good. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Didn't people like that? Um, what is it that one One Piece game that's like a turn-based strategy rpg i heard that was all right yeah oh i lost no odyssey idea. i think it's called something like that uh, I, I remember hearing people seem to think favorably of it i have no idea That's why good. they don't just like ask like the dragon quest team or like the final fantasy teams like, can you just make a cool ass game office like we'll hand you the license we'll pay you yeah like we'll just give you the license this will sell well like well you go make this rpg off of this hit anime series franchise and we'll just get some like kickback. I just have no idea why not. Sometimes, 
Nah, <laughs> that makes too much sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, true, true facts, fitting. All right, I got Jump Force, though, so I'm all good. I've been, I've been holding off on That's been my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> God. Back to this. Not uh, back to Jump Force. Cut yeah. back. Fuck no, you. No, no, no. We cut back to... We, we still got an episode. One of my favorite bits in this episode, because we cut back to Jabura, like, approaching Bobbity to explain why he just, like, speared uh, Boo to be like, seriously look at him. Like, you are not going to be able to control him forever. Like, you are barely got the reins now, and I wouldn't even say you have them. You just know how to, like, aim him at Point shit. Point him, yeah. Yeah. Like, we can't control this, and I'm powerful enough that we can still win this. Like, l we gotta get rid of Boo. And Boo, meanwhile, and this is the part that makes me laugh, because Boo's in the background just completely neutral expression with a spear <laughs> stabbed through his gut as he's like, hmm, Boo needs to think about this. <laughs> he's like looking at yeah. Like, it's not like it hurt him or he's in pain. He's just like, it like hit the pause button for a second. <laughs> Boo's gonna spear through him and he's just like, huh. Yeah. Processing. Yeah. Processing. Boo has a spear through him. Looks like Boo got speared by Satan, man. Hmm. Pauses. Keeps, <laughs> like, keeps thinking. Everyone around is like, what the fuck's this guy cooking? And he's like, hmm. Yeah. Better kill Satan. He's also, <laughs> yeah, he's also perfectly within earshot of Bobbity and Debura's whole conversation. So I, I feel like he's definitely just listening to Debura be like, we got to kill this guy. And Bobbity be like, what the fuck do you mean? Ah, he's so volunteer strong. volunteer for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Bobby's and like, this guy's finally, sick, like this guy rules, why would we kill him? And it's like, there are so <laughs> many reasons, why would we get, we would keep for killing him? Do you want them, and then, do you want them in order of like, importance or alphabetical? Yeah, that's when Boo pulls the spear out of him, we see Boo regenerate, which, you know, a mechanic that's not going away anytime soon. Uh, Sad. And then he just stops and he's like, Boo's gonna eat you. <laughs> it's like the first, I just love he goes from neutral to just like smiling, like, yep, gonna eat Deborah. <laughs> and this whole next bit, genuinely terrifying. Yeah, this is the best bit here of this whole intro, as like Deborah lays into him with everything he's got. And that, like, literally does a triple Broly charge ball thing <laughs> that erupts like key blast. That feel even more concentrated than when, like, Vegeta does a similar technique. Mm -hmm. Though it's also a universal, if you're firing a bunch of little balls at somebody, you've lost the fight. That has <laughs> never not been true. Right up there with the no one's ever, Yeah, no one's ever thrown out an attack like this in one. <laughs> but, uh, Debra lands. Debra's feeling good. Bobbity's feeling bad because he thinks Debra killed him. And then the first Future way that we know Boo made it. Yeah. And then the way we learned that Boo survived this is Boo just starts chanting, Boo's gonna eat you again out of there. And I'm like, this is actually horrifying. As it's Boo like just this one like one-legged, like childish, like uh hopscotch kind of jump towards uh Deborah this entire time. Yeah. Like he's barely been reacting to the fact that Deborah's just been laying into him with everything he's got. And then Deborah tries really hard, like at the last second, to do the stone spit. And Boo just perfectly dodges every single one, like fucking, like a fucking acrobat. He's just like does different. like three backflips and then candy blast him, which is <laughs> his little curly Q fucking soft serve head <laughs> bit on the top of his head. Unfurls is enshrouded with this like pink jagged energy, 
and then just like fires out, hits Tabura, and in true body horror fashion, Tabura slowly morphs into a fucking massive cookie. Whoa. And then Boo eats him like it's a goddamn like Looney Tunes cartoon with like his <laughs> face extending. And I'm like, this is actually really scary in con- in in context because I'm like, holy shit! Like he just stunted on him. Like he might as well have done nothing. Uh, it, it like really it's goofy but scary and ups the stakes all at once, which is like, this is the interesting part of Boo that we're gonna lose as he like starts transforming. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun seeing it on display here. Yeah, it's a really good character introduction. Yeah, it's also up, a very. I put it up there with cells the cookie in his mouth. The burr cookie's like the size of like a small child, so Boo has of distended him, his whole. Basically, mouth. yeah, it's so good <laughs> yeah. looking. I think that shit is so funny. We distends like half his whole mouth, and is like, "That's just me. I'm fucking. I'm eating this guy." And I'm like, "Nothing yeah. but respect for my homeboy out here eating people again." <laughs> yeah, activating mouthful mode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and that's. More or less the and end of this episode. And then we finally turn to finally kill Shin, and Bobbity's ship explodes in the distance. Because who's there but Vegeta? My God, is yeah. that Vegeta's music? Boom, Which is where the, this episode ends with Vegeta just exploding Bobbity's ship as he makes his entrance. Because Vegeta can't do anything if it's not like at a ten out of ten yeah, drama. He goes over to like Bobbity's ship, and like first off, he notices that like Gohan can't sense Gohan's energy anymore. He's like. Ah, fuck, I got Gohan. I got Gohan killed. Ah, beans. And secondly, he's like, well, if I blow up their ship, they'll come to me. And I'm like, Vegeta, you can just go over there. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can just say... Let him cook. (laughs) (laughs) Never let Vegeta cook. We've learned that so many times over. This man should not be allowed inside a kitchen. You say this, but every time he gets in the kitchen, I'm always a little more excited. I just never know what I'm gonna get. Uh, Vegeta's in the kitchen. My excitement is up, and my hair and my hard hat is on. I mean, Vegeta needs to be here in order to move the plot forward. It's just he needs to move the plot forward by fucking. Up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it for these three episodes. On the whole, starting to feel that creep come in of the pacing starting to slow down. Uh, boo introduction stuff. Really good. The first episode of three, god awful. Hated it. Worst boo, worst episode in Boo so far. Yeah, and I'm nervous that it's uh, more indicative of what's to eventually come, pacing wise. I will say, I, I think it was a little slow pacing wise, but like this feels like normal pacing though. Like it's slow, but like this just happens. I feel like in Dragon Ball at this point, like mm-hmm. we've always been like, damn, the pacing can just be real off. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's now true. Now I'm just like, feel like we're just getting used to it. I'm feeling like I'm just getting used to it. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's like, I, I feel like he was just like, we're just going to get there. Like, th- this is like the mode he was at. He's like, we're getting there mode. Um, yeah. I'm going to kick the audience kicking and screaming into we're getting there mode. So it felt like he like, <laughs> wanted to do. He's like, I get all this other shit I made. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, that's not, that's not the vibes I'm feeling no more. And now we're here. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I like the other stuff. I, would, I wish we would have kept with it, but okay, we're here now. And I, that's what we're just dealing mm-hmm. with. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that, I think. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. understanding of him wanting to do that. I'm understanding of it, but I feel like I'm nervous knowing the main complaint against this arc is its pacing as I'm starting to feel this creep in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not like, at the oh, part where mm-hmm. I'm even feeling the creep in yet. So I'm just like... 
it, it still feels like relatively normal. Just like he just changed some like, like when we watched Cell, it was like, damn, I we're really fucking moving forward here to like Cell. It felt like. Yeah. Um, and then it slowed the fuck down for the training, and then, like, we would hit these, like, rough patches every once in a while in the cell, and then, like, we, hmm. then we got to the ending, we really enjoyed it. So I'm, like, I'm still not, like, feeling like this is it, you know, this is the moment. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for the thing where I'm, like, we have, we have officially entered the no-go zone. Because right now, I'm still about to see Vegeta, like, I'm, like, we know what's going to happen next. Vegeta is going there. We're getting to that. Um, we, we are all excited for that moment. Um, Gohan has been, like, removed, so now that introduces interesting things with Gohan that could be happening. Like, I feel like we're still just in, like, normal mode, but maybe I'm, mm-hmm. like, waiting to see when the other shoe drops, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm, like, starting to feel nervous that I'm, like, we might be getting that drop, but I can understand maybe. not quite But it's overshadowed by my yeah. excitement to see more of this Majin Buu character, because I really like him so far. Yeah, he does have a really good introduction. Uh, this kid's I'm, got good energy. <laughs> yeah, I am gonna be disappointed once they like start transforming him because I, they lose a lot of this like the childish like creepiness of. Or who knows? Maybe he'll be good. Yeah, which I guess we'll we'll get to see. I will say I've but always had that... a very very specific soft spot in my heart for um, kid Majin Buu, final Majin Buu, evil, the most evil form of Majin Buu <laughs> that we get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always uh, had a huge soft spot in my heart for him, so... I mean, um, that is... The more in line with the lore name is uh, Pure Boo. Yeah. Because that's, like, what he was when he was first formed, and actually each of his trans... Kind of like Frieza, every time he transformed, it made him actually a little weaker. Yeah, he's got that fucked Which up is... weird power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He do. Um, so I'm I'm like I'm like kind of like I bet it could be bad. Like I could definitely see all that kind of going wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I I am like you know what I'm just I'm there to see like how if Kai does change how I feel about this. Like if the Kai cut if the Kai cut is the true cut that we've all been <laughs> waiting for. The Kai cut or the cut for short. Mm-hmm. Like it will be like oh the pacing's really bad. But if the Kai cuts like we actually cut a lot of that crappy pacing out and we want we'll just try to keep it really lean. I'll bet this is really good. Or it'll be terrible. I truly don't know. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. I'm like, so far, I'm like, this just feels like that thing where it's like at the beginning of Cell and we're like, ooh, I kind of like this intro shit. I kind of do just want to see what these like androids do. And then we're like, well, we also like the Cell stuff. He's crazy. A little catty bitch. Um, <laughs> it's fairly enjoyable. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're just going to get to that point where it's going to be like, okay, yeah. you know what? We, we kind of got there and it's kind of sad that we didn't get to spend more time with Boo, but, or more time with Deborah and the team. But I think this stuff is still really cool. Yeah. And we're eventually going to get to the point where Goku does go Super Saiyan 3, and I think that shit's fucking raw as hell, so I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably going to be within the next couple episodes. So I don't know if it'll be on no the next episode of WSP or if it'll be, like, the episode after that, but we're pretty close at this point. Yeah, we're, we're really close. I'm very yeah. excited. Hmm. I'm going to be... You know, I'll just leave it. I'm so excited. I fucking love the Super Saiyan 3 transformation. <laughs> that shit is, like, peered. I, I feel like I'm, like, one of the few people who's, like, that shit fucking rules. They need to bring that shit back. It's fucking awesome. Like, I'm, like, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm all there for it. <laughs> Fair. Every damn day. All right, but that'll do it for, for this episode. Yep. Unless y'all have anything else to add. No, I'm good. Not really, no. That's right, sick. Then, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, everybody.
All right. Bye, Talk everyone. to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.